Leadership is often associated with things like vision, courage, and decisiveness. But let's be real. A leader's true test is the team they build. A leader with a team of badasses by their side will crush it, while a leader who surrounds themselves with a mediocre team will inevitably crash and burn. Today, I'm gonna to unpack how you can build a team of badasses. Let's dive in. Hi everyone, this is Jim Riviello, and I wanna welcome you to the Getting Results Podcast. I'm so excited to have you here, so let's get started. Results matter. In fact, we're paid to get results. So the big question is this, how do business leaders like us, who really wanna do the right thing and make a difference, how do they get results? How do they effectively lead others in the face of adversity? And how do they find the strength and courage to role model the behavior they wanna see in others? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answer. My name is Jim Riviello, and welcome to Getting Results. Okay, my friends, let's get real for a second. Leadership is often touted as this mythical, almost godlike quality that only a select few possess. But here's the thing. A leader's true test of strength is not their vision or their courage. It's the team they build. A leader can have all the vision and the courage in the world, but if they don't have a team of badasses by their side, they're not gonna get shit done. So let's call a spade a spade. Leaders are only as good as their team. When building a team of winners, there are a few things that leaders need to do. The first step is to assemble a team of individuals who possess the skills, experience, and values that align with the team's goal and mission. But that's not enough. A leader needs to ensure that each new team member has the same drive and hunger to win as the rest of the team. They should have the same fire in their belly, the same desire to succeed, and the same willingness to do whatever it takes to get the job done. Getting the team in place is only half the equation, right? The other half is actually creating the culture and the environment where that team can excel. This starts with setting a clear direction and defining clear expectations. If I worked for you, I'd wanna understand what we were trying to accomplish and what you expect from me. Why? So I can exceed it, <laughs> right? It's that simple. So notice what I just said. I wanna know what you expect, your standard of excellence. I'm amazed at how many leaders think they do this, but they don't or not in a way that their team can consume it. The other thing I want you to, to notice is my response to why. I want, I want to know your expectations so I can exceed them. See, to me, that is the thinking of someone who you want on your team. Someone who doesn't just want to just simply meet your expectations, they want to exceed them. See, that's one way to know you have a badass on your team. See, once the direction and expectations are clear, you have to give your team the freedom to make decisions and take ownership of their work. Many leaders like to think they're doing this too, but in reality, they're just giving lip service. They're giving their team a little autonomy, but they're still holding the reins tight. Here's the thing, giving your team the freedom to make decisions and take ownership is like giving them a shot of adrenaline. It'll make them more engaged more committed and more willing 
to go above and beyond, which is what you want in the first place. And why is this so important? Well, like first of all, when you give your team the freedom to make decisions, you're allowing them to think for themselves. You're giving them a chance to use their brains and make their own choices. And when they do, they're gonna come up with some great ideas. Ideas that you might not have thought of. Ideas that could take your business to the next level. Second, when you give your team the freedom to take ownership, you allow them to take responsibility for the work. You're giving them a chance to feel a sense of pride and accomplishment in what they do. And when they do, they're gonna work harder and smarter and they will be more engaged and more committed to the team's success. But most importantly, when you give your team, and I want you to hear this, when you give your team the freedom to make decisions and take ownership, you're showing them that you trust them. Like, let that sink in. You're showing them that, what you, that you believe in them and their abilities. And when they feel that trust, they will trust you back. They're going to be more willing to follow you, to take risks, and to do whatever it takes to get the job done. Communicating with a team of badasses is not the same as communicating with a team of regular Joes. It requires a slightly different approach. See, a team of badasses, right, is made up of individuals who are driven, who are motivated, and have a hunger to win. They don't respond to the same old corporate speak. And they sure as hell don't respond to being talked down to. So if you want to communicate with a team of badasses, you need to do it in a way that speaks to them. See, you need to be clear and direct. Badasses don't have time for sugarcoating and beating around the bush. They want to know what the goal is and how they're going to achieve it. So give it to them. Give them to them straight and be specific about what you expect from them. Next, you need to be transparent. Badasses don't, want, don't respond well to secrecy and shady business. They want to know what's going on and why the things, why certain things are important and the, and the way they are. So be honest, right? right? Be honest with them about the team's progress, the challenges, and the goals. You need to be motivating. Badasses are driven, but they're also human. And they need to be reminded of why they're doing what they're doing. So communicate the vision, the purpose, and the impact of what the team is working on. Remind them of the big picture and how their work is making a difference. Next, you need to be a good listener. Badasses are not afraid to speak their minds and they expect their leaders to listen to them. So be open to their ideas, be open to their feedback and be open to their suggestions. Show them that their input is valued and that you're willing to change based upon it. Leading by example is not just a catchphrase, it's a way of life. And when you have a team of badasses, leading by example is even more important. See, badasses are committed to winning and they're not going to be impressed by a leader who's not committed to winning. They'll be watching your every move and taking cues from you. So you need to be willing to do whatever it takes to help the team succeed. Show them you're willing to roll up your sleeves and get your hands dirty. That's like really important. You need to be willing to take risks. Badasses are not afraid to take risks and they're not gonna be impressed by a leader who's afraid to take risks. 
Your job is to take calculated risks and lead the team into uncharted territory. So show them that you're not afraid to step out of your comfort zone and believe in their abilities to step out of theirs. So you also need to be willing to admit when you're wrong. And I say that because badasses don't respond well to leaders who are always right and never admit their mistakes. So be willing to admit when you're wrong or be, are we willing to, to take responsibility for your actions? A leader who can't take responsibility for their actions is kind of like a boxer who can't take a punch, right? They're not gonna last long in the ring. So you gotta show them that you're human and that you're willing to learn from your mistakes and that you make them and you're willing to learn from them. So when you, so when you lead by example, well, here's what's gonna happen. You're gonna earn their respect and you're gonna earn their trust and trust is what a team of badasses want most. Well, do you want to admit it or not? You're only as good as the team around you. I'm confident that you're good at what you do. After all, you wouldn't have achieved the success you've had without being good. But I'm here to tell you, none of that matters. What matters is the leaders you surround yourself with and the team that they surround themselves with. That's what matters most. If you're a C-level executive who wants to transform your leaders into a badass group of growth champions so they free up your time to do what you love, do me a favor and go to C-levelfreedom.com and schedule a call. If you want to learn more about how to build a team of badasses, right? Or maybe there's a leader on your team who needs to work on developing their team of badasses. I invite you to follow the link in the description and apply for our 12-week self 2.0 leadership program. Registration for our next session is now open. If you're not at either of these, those, those stages yet, I'd like to simply buy you a copy of my book, Freedom to Experiment. How to ignite a new level of energy, focus, and momentum in yourself and your team. Follow the link in the description. You know what? And I'll personally sign a copy for you. If you want to get out of the weeds, you need to do more than just hire the right people. You need to get the right people to do the right things. The truth is this, you are only as good as the leaders you surround yourself with. You need your leaders to think like leaders and you need to invest in them before someone else does. Those are just the cold hard facts. And if you ignore these, I promise it'll cost you. I invite you to visit clevelfreedom.com or follow the link in the description and I'll show you how to transform your mid-level leaders into growth champions so they free up your time to focus on doing what you love, growing the business. In the meantime, do me a favor and share this with others in whatever way serves you best. Enjoy your week and I'll talk to you in the next episode.